Hello and welcome to Right Here, Right Now with Lacey J. Dalton. Today you'll hear the story of Carl the Christmas Dog. And now, here's Lacey J. Dalton, Right Here, Right Now. Hey, this is Leslie Adams here with Lacey J. Dalton. And, uh, you know, we're coming into the Christmas season. And I, and I know you had a, a stretch of years there where you kind of made a tradition of writing a Christmas song each year that you would then perform and put into your Christmas show. But one year in particular, as I recall, uh, actually came from a true story about your dog, Carl the dog. Um, how, tell, tell us about that Christmas. Leslie, we have to start first with Carl, how Carl came to be. Of course we did. I get a call. I'm out on the road and it's, it's, I don't know what time at night, but we're driving in Ohio. I think you usually say 11 or 12 when you tell the story. Do I? (laughs) (laughs) I have no memory anymore. (laughs) Leslie is my memory. Um, But I get a call, and it's like really late. And we're driving in Ohio trying to find a motel somewhere. We have a show next day. And I get a call from my friend Gina, and she's hysterical on the other end of the line. Not laughing hysterical. No. No, she is weeping. She is crying. She is like, and I've never. She's really a pretty calm person. You know, normally, <laughs> normally, normally, she's a fairly sane human being, and she's going, "Lacey, oh my God, I need your help. I've got to have your help. You have to help me." I'm going, Gina, what's going on? She goes, "Well, it's about it's well, my daughter, my daughter, she she is 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 hysterical. She's hysterical. She's in dog rescue, and there's this dog in the Burbank pound." And and uh, 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 and he's been in the pound his whole life. He's a year old, and he's been in the pound his whole entire life. And everybody at the pound loves him. And they've all got two or three dogs at home because they've rescued so many dogs. And nobody will rescue Carl the dog. And he's Lacey. He's 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 Carl the dog. We can't let him. He's going. They're going to put him down tomorrow morning. And Shania can't find a home for him. I said, he's in Burbank. And I said, Tina. I'm in Ohio. <laughs> I'm on the road. I, I can't do anything. I said I could tomorrow. I could see if somebody can foster him for a while. And she said, "He's Lacey. He's he's Carl the dog. We can't let him die. He's Carl the dog." I'm going, Gina. How about I call you in the morning? I'll see what I can do in the morning and. See if we can find some place. I said, you can't take him to my house because I don't know how he'll get along with my other dogs. Plus, I'm not there. (laughs) I'm not there to introduce them. And uh, he's a boy, and my other dog is a boy, and it just might be not a good idea. But I'll see if I can find, think of somebody that, you know, with room for him. How big is he? What, What kind of a dog is he? He said, she said, well, he's, oh, he's beautiful. He's a beautiful dog. He's Pitbull and Mastiff. Oh, oh a small dog. <laughs> I said. A tiny dog. Oh, <laughs> I see. <laughs> um, uh, Gina, let me get back to you in the morning. It's, <laughs> it's really late, and I'm kind of really tired. And um, But Lacey, <laughs> Gina, uh, uh, 6 o'clock in the morning. Now, I must have been... Which has to be like 4 in the clock in the morning here, because yeah. you're in Ohio, and she, she's I, not. She's, she's in, in Reno. I'm in Ohio. And it's like six or seven o'clock in the morning, and she calls me, and she is bawling. She is just flat out crying. She's going, please, 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 please. You can't, it's he's 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 Carl the dog. 
he's he's Carl the dog. I go, Gina, okay, here's the deal. I'm in Ohio. I have to do a show tonight. I won't be back for about a week and a half. If you will foster this dog yourself till I get back, I will then foster Carl the dog. And I say, you say he's been in the pound his entire life, right? She said, yes, he's been in there since he was a puppy. He's a year old and he can't find it. They have $600. They've raised the people that pound have raised $600. But oh, so at least there was some money to try to help pay for the fostering. We never saw that money. Shocking. Just say. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> but I came, I came home. Uh, so Gina took the dog and, and um, she fostered him. Carl's head is as big as a cement block. It is the size of a cement block, exactly. He, I he, think we've measured it. He <laughs> is he is a huge dog. He weighs probably 110, 115 pounds. He's half. Uh, I'm talking about you, Carl. 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 He's very intelligent. He is by very the way. intelligent. He understands a lot of what he I'm does. saying. His next lifetime, he will be a person. I'm <laughs> not a fur person, but an actual human. A human person. I just know it. But anyway, he. Um, I came home after a week and a half and. I said, okay, Gina, I said, now I've got a male dog here, so I'm going to bring him out in the field beyond my house. You know, this is where you, how you go, and this is where you end up. And um, so I went out in the field, and Gina ended up in my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't take direction, apparently. <laughs> well, Gina and I have about the same brain at this point. Gina's also part of our Wild Horse Foundation, yeah. the Let Her Run Foundation, and has been for a long time, and a great person. But anyway, she comes and here's Carl in the back of the truck and she brings in this dog bed which is about half the size it needed to be for Carl. <laughs> I thought you were going to say half the size of your own bed. Well it was <laughs> but it, it was, still, was still, still too, too small for Carl. But Carl somehow managed to wad himself up in it. He's really good at wadding that big body into small places. And um you just can't put that head anywhere small. No, the, the head has to head. hang off. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, he uh, he came into the house, and he, I'll just never forget, as she drove away, the look in that dog's eyes. Because he had bonded her just in the short time. Now, she lived, she was in the Bay Area visiting her daughter, who was the, the whole reason for this because Shania was this is really about Shania not was, about. well Shania I, I don't know if Shania was pregnant yet but Shania was having a, a total breakdown yeah. about this dog and and then Gina of course lost her mind because right. Shania was losing her mind and so I think that she went from the Bay Area down to Burbank and got Carl and brought him to her house well. and and then she brought him up here in the thing but I'll never forget the look in that dog's eyes when she pulled away. It was like, oh no, I finally have a friend and my friend is leaving. Oh. And I thought, oh God. <laughs> I know how this is going to I end. know how this is going to turn out. And um, so, so that whole fostering thing, how'd that work out for you? Yeah, well, not. <laughs> <laughs> still working on sort it. Sort of not. Still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Carl. Um, Carl came here, and I couldn't let him go anywhere else. I, I thought he'd had enough trauma. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, when a dog's really smart, um, they'll get moved from family to family for a while, and it, it it's not good for them. Right. You know, they get really bad anxiety, and they will eat your couch and stuff like that. <laughs> so uh, I had a dog eat a windowsill one oh, time. He my. ate the entire windowsill. <laughs> it was like a dog I was fostering. It's a big sheep dog. 
But And that poor dog, I remember I said to the people at the sheepdog rescue, do not let this dog go anywhere but to a family with kids. This dog has terrible separation anxiety. He ate my window. Uh, he ate a chair. I said, he really needs to have a forever home. Don't let him go to another foster home. That dog went to six different foster oh, homes. No. And I only can hope that somehow, some way, because a wonderful dog, yeah. just what he bonded to me almost instantly. Right. And when I had to give him up, I was very sad. I actually had room for him, but I already had seven other dogs. Right. And I thought, I just can't. And that was seven dogs on the six-dog ramp, so it was crowded. It was, it, it was <laughs> this was still when I was in Nashville. Oh, okay. And I had, we had a huge field, a fence, a great right. giant fence place and a beautiful big barn for him. They had a great big box they all slept in together and they all got along strangely. Hey everybody, have you been to Lacey's new website, LaceyJDalton.live? You got a visit to receive free downloads, join her mailing list, listen to other episodes of her podcast, and visit the store to get Lacey's latest merchandise. That's LaceyJDalton.live. Once again, LaceyJDalton.live. See you there soon. Now back to the show. But uh, Carl, anyway, came here, and I had Carl. Carl lived with me. He was about a year old when I got him. And for the next year and a half, it was, Carl, you can't chew that. Carl, we don't do that in the house. We go outside. I only, <laughs> sh- I only had to show him twice <clears throat> about going outside. Really? Um, That's pretty good. To relieve himself. He's very, very smart. But yeah. the chewing thing, it went on. <laughs> and, you know, I got bones, and I, he would be chewing something, and I'd say, Carl, you know, you've got it. And then I'd give him a bone, and he'd chew the bone for a while. Then when I wasn't looking, something else would be <laughs> destroyed. Consumed. So I, I dealt with this for about a year and a half, and it was right around Christmas time. And my son, whom I don't get to see very often, even though he only lives over in the Bay Area, he was coming for Christmas. And this is a big deal for me because I only have, well, I have a stepdaughter who is like a daughter to me, who is Adam's, my son's half-sister. Right. When they come around, I just it's like wonderful for me I, yeah, I, the cool. one uh, the one regret I ever have had in my life is that I haven't spent enough time with my adult children and because they're the greatest people they are so much but you know cool. you've they been around cool. them they're, they're very cool just they're very much really very fun very fun no not opinionated at all no no they they're quiet timid you know yeah. hardly speak up about it yeah yeah do they, anything you want to oh just, yeah you know. sit in the corner never yeah. tell you how they exactly. really feel no, about no, anything no. yeah my kids so anyway, <laughs> anyway we decided that uh, because adam was visiting my friend marie who is the most fabulous cook had a beautiful ranch down in gardnerville and she uh, invited a bunch of us down there for christmas brunch which you didn't want to miss. No. I if you missed anything in your life, you didn't want to miss this Marie's. Be thing, yeah. You know, I mean, there were, hey, oh my God. <laughs> Homemade almond cakes and beautiful turkey with everything you ever thought you could want with it. It was just a wonderful meal and beautiful plates. And she's just, she just really does stuff up. Yeah. So we all went down for the Christmas brunch, leaving the dogs here uh, in the house by themselves just for a few hours. When we came back, I walked into the living room. Carl was on the couch, looking very <laughs> guilty. Very guilty. Were you guilty? He was guilty. You sat, the, up. you sat up on this part of the story. He, he did, and, and you can actually, we had to recreate this, but we never recreated it to the actual demolition that really happened. Right. There was 
Carl ate the Christmas tree. He ate the Christmas balls. He chewed up every single package, every ribbon. Oh, so you hadn't opened anything. You were waiting to open things when you got home. Oh, yeah, I forgot that part. Oh, left everything. We we thought we're adults. We don't have to. We can spend our time. We can enjoy our time opening our presents. (laughs) The living room was, I mean, the debris in the entire living room was up to my knees. Oh, my God. It was. It's all right, Carl. (laughs) This is just a a retelling. You're okay. And uh, don't get anxiety. <laughs> it was it was absolute desolation. I mean, I you know it was complete ruin. In that, <laughs> I just walked into my house and went, "Oh my <laughs> God!" Well, Carl and I had to come to Jesus meeting that day, Aww. and Carl has never chewed another thing. He's a pretty good boy. Because we went for a year and a half going, ah, ah, ah. here, Carl, have your bone. Ah, ah, ah. Carl, Carl, no, that's mommy's. Don't chew mommy's shoe. No, Carl. Well, at this time, uh, we had come to the end of the line, as I did with my <laughs> children occasionally. <laughs> and and we had Everybody that. Everybody gets there eventually. We had that We had that meeting. And, you know, I have never, I don't think I've ever had a better behaved dog. He's a pretty good boy. He just doesn't do anything wrong ever. He he just doesn't. And he's about as smart as a person. But we had to immortalize this of story. Of course. Of course. So my friends and I, we were sitting around one night and and I started this song. I said, Carl, the Christmas dog, ate the Christmas tree. He nibbled on the tiny lights, then vomited on me. And on it went. So we wrote this song. And knowing your friends, it went on and on and on. It went on and on Everybody and on. took off with it. And we had so much fun writing it. And then we said, I have a friend, um, John Martelin, who's a retired veterinarian and still owns a veterinary hospital. And I said, John, what if we all dressed up and came down and and um, did Carl the Christmas Dog the video? Oh, yeah. And I knew that John would be perfect because John, I'll never forget John one time. I had, there was a, my dog had a lump on her and it was growing it was getting bigger and bigger and I thought what in the world is this so John was visiting me one day and I said John what is this I said this thing on her side it it, it grows like twice as big every day or a quarter I mean it's just growing and growing he goes oh he says you're gonna love this you're gonna love <laughs> oh. this he got this I don't, fiendish I know, I know better I know this better fiendish, he, says, this. he says bring me a tissue oh I can't remember what he called it. It was something like chubacabra, but it wasn't chubacabra. He popped this thing, and there inside of it was a maggot. Oh God! Unbelievable! And he had, and he just cackled fiendishly. Of course he did. Of course he he, did. He he, he really. Oh good! I grossed you out. (laughs) You know. like mash. Yeah. I mean, I think you just get that way after yeah. a while. But John probably had a head start on everybody because she's a true fiend. <laughs> but anyway, I thought, oh my God, John as a vet in this, this is going to be hysterical. So we all got dressed up in costumes. My friend Nicole was Nurse Nicole, who you don't, if you ever get sick, you don't want Nurse. Well, you'd rather have Nurse Ratchet. Exactly. Okay? <laughs> She'll be kinder. <laughs> She'll be kinder. And, and, uh, and you uh, might live. And you, yeah, Maybe. you actually might. Or you might want to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might not want to. The thing is, um, we all went down to John's uh, vet hospital one night, and we had a Christmas tree down there, and we reenacted Carl the Christmas dog. We took film of the living room, which was the living room in the reenactment does not even begin. <laughs> But you get, you get a to, little bit of the idea. You right? get a little bit of the idea. But we had so much fun making the video. We just laughed and had the best time to 
to the song Carl the Christmas Dog, which you can see on YouTube at any time. Carl the Christmas Dog, he has his own YouTube thing. You can look under Lacey J. Dalton and find it, but Carl is his own star now. And now he has a book. He he has a book. Yes, he has his own book. Um, My guitar player's wife uh, uh, did a fabulous job of putting illustrations together for the children's book, Carl the Dog. And uh, you yourself, Leslie, put the actual package together, and now that it comes with its own little recording, a CD. Put a little DVD in the back yeah. of the video. So oh, that's right. The, it's the film. It's not yeah, even it's the a video, CD. Yeah. So anyway, we, uh, you know, we've been um, <laughs> selling that at our Christmas shows. It's actually our bestseller. <laughs> it is our bestseller. <laughs> I, have, I would have to agree with that. It's really that's wonderful. Right. Margaret did a wonderful job, and, and so did Leslie. And we, So he now not only has his own video, but he has a book. And, and don't these forget things, the crystal bowl and the ascot I was, and the tiara. And, I was just about to yeah. say it's gotten it's it has kind of gone really to gone to his head, and as we already told you, he has a very large head. Now he expects to be waited on. Yeah, well, you know, I've become staff. Well, there's that. You know. He's almost cat-like in that way. He is. He, he <laughs> <laughs> just say. So as we speak, Leslie Carl is reclining at my feet, hoping for a potato chip. <laughs> or, or 20. Or 20. Slobbering on the carpet as usual. You know, I never really wanted a wet mouth dog. <laughs> the things they didn't tell me. Gina called me and I said, so he's been in the pound for a year. That means he doesn't know you have to go outside to do that. He doesn't know not to chew that. He probably doesn't even know come here or sit. <laughs> Probably not. How big is he? <laughs> How big is he today? Anyway, he is, uh, Carl actually is, he is one of the best, best friends I've ever had. I never worry about anybody coming up here to the ranch because if they can get through Carl, they can have me. <laughs> <laughs> don't put that out there. We don't want to put that challenge out there. He is a good boy, though. He's a good well, boy, but he's very fierce. He is very fierce. You know, when people come up, his, the hair stands up on the back of his neck. He weighs about 110 pounds. He's not a well, small... I thought he was even more than that. But <laughs> well, who knows? He, he who does knows? look, perhaps, a little more than he that. Looks, but... He looks massive. He, he looks massive. He has bulk and density. But even even at that, he still is a symbol of Christmas and when we do the Christmas shows every year. He, I believe he made an entrance one year with a Santa hat on. He, he does like to come once in a while make an and make an appearance. Of course, it's... Tough talking him into it. Well, it is, but then, then, then you got to get him away from the autograph table after that. It's oh, just it's, like, oh. just not even worth it. So. No, it's a real way. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, that's a anyway. Fun... Go to Carl, the go Christmas Carl, dog, the Christmas on YouTube. Um, I think your kids will love it, and you might like it too. Yeah, it's fun. All right. Well, that's a that's a cheery thing, a cheery note to end ching, on for the Christmas ching, thing. Ching, <laughs> ching, ching, ching. Here we are being festive and all that good stuff. Anyway, this is Leslie Adams here with Lacey J. Dalton, and we will see you next time. Join us next time on Right Here, Right Now with Lacey J. Dalton. For additional podcasts, visit us online at LaceyJDalton.live. Also, do you have Lacey's most recent Scarecrow t-shirt, Life's About Now hoodie, or phone case? If not, be sure to visit her store and click the link to explore brand new Lacey J. Dalton merchandise. Remember, Lacey always loves it when you share her podcast and links to her store on your social media platforms. We'll see you next time, and thanks so much for listening to Right Here, Right Now with Lacey J. Dalton.